Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we are studying the Bible. We're studying the Gospel of John. Today we're actually finishing the Gospel of John. This is episode 195. We're looking at John chapter 21, verses 24 and 25, the last two verses of John's Gospel. Let's read our passage. This is the disciple who testifies to these things and who wrote them down. We know that his testimony is true. And there are also many other things that Jesus did, which if every one of them were written down, I suppose not even the world itself could contain the books that would be written. Well, this is the conclusion, some say this is the authentication of the Gospel of John. John identifies himself here. This is the disciple who testifies these things, who wrote them down. We know how he's addressed himself as the disciple whom Jesus loved. And here he's, he's given this uh, authentication, this final testimony. Now, the second half of verse 24 is a little well, odd in that it says, We know that his testimony is true. So his testimony is referring to John's testimony. So this is it's almost like somebody else is writing this here. It says, we know. Now you can say, well, John's just using we, but down at verse 25 uses I. So there's a lot of speculation here uh, as far as what this actually means. I think it was clear back then to the people initially seeing this. My take on it is, uh, I, I agree with those who say this is, it's really the the leadership, the elder community of the church at Ephesus. We know from tradition that's where John lived out his final days as uh, John the, the statesman elder of the church. In fact, he's even called John the elder. But he, he lived at Ephesus. And I think this is basically, it, it's a reference to the elder community there, the community of elders, saying that we know that John is John. We know who he is. We know where he's been. We know what he's seen. We know this is the truth because we know him. So I think is their endorsement of John. In uh, John's first letter, First John, John, we saw some of this language in the very beginning of it. If you you look back at First John, in the first few verses. He says, what was from the beginning, what we have heard, what we have seen with our eyes, what we have observed and have touched with our hands concerning the word of life. That life was revealed and we have seen it. We testify and declare to you the eternal life that was with the Father and revealed to us what we have seen and heard. We also declare to you. So, uh, that you may have fellowship with us. So it's, it's all plural there in the beginning of, of John's first letter. And I think he's writing it with the endorsement of the leaders of the church at Ephesus. So it's, uh, it's not just I, John, but it's I, John, along with these elders. They're endorsing me. So that, that's my take on it. You know, back in the very prologue of John's Gospel, in John 1, 14, he talked about, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory. Glory is of the one and only from the Father, full of grace and truth. 
Now, when you first read this, you're thinking he's just speaking of himself and his fellow disciples. But is this we in the prologue the same as the we here? Uh, I, I take it the prologue he's really referring to this fellow disciples. Those are the ones who were with Jesus and beheld his glory. So, But here in the closing part of John's Gospel, I, I take this to be the endorsement of the uh, the, the leaders of the church at Ephesus. And then verse 25, he says, And there are also many other things that Jesus did, which if every one of them were written down, I suppose not even the world itself could contain the books that were written. So this is obviously an exaggeration, but what he's saying here is, just as he said earlier, there were a lot of other signs that he did, which I have not included here. But what I have included is enough for you to know that by faith in him, you can have eternal life. That's how he closed out chapter 20. And so he's saying a similar thing here, is that this is not a, a total history. This is not a total biography. There's a whole lot more that could be written. But I didn't. I didn't even try because there's just so much more. I just took enough to, so you can know who Jesus is, and why that's such an important thing. Well, this closes out the Gospel of John. We have spent uh, a lot of time going through this. I look back, and it's uh, we took six months to go through uh, John's Gospel. It's uh, 134 episodes, and it, it's been interesting. It's been it's been fun for me to go through John's Gospel. Because every time you go through a book like this, if you go through it slowly and methodically, you, you always pick up something new, regardless of how many times you've read it, how many times you've studied it. So I hope, hope you got a lot out of John's Gospel. We often say John's Gospel is a good place for a new believer to start. You know, sometimes somebody is coming to faith and they get a Bible and they say, okay, do I just start at the beginning, page one? And... The best answer is no, because you're going to quickly get bogged down in a lot of confusing things in the Old Testament. Not that they're not valuable, but they can be confusing for the new believer. I always tell someone to read the Gospel of John. And it's not because John's Gospel is a simple Gospel. As we went through it, we saw a lot of, a lot of uh, depth to it, a lot of nuances, a lot of mystery. But it's such a good concise gospel that's presenting Jesus as the Son of God, the Savior, the Messiah, the one sent from God with a mission to take on the sins of the world. So John's gospel is a great place to start because it's so personal. It is the disciple whom Jesus loved just telling, let me tell you about Jesus, my Savior, my friend, my God. So it's a, it's a great place to, to start for a new believer, but it's a great place even for a seasoned, uh, well-studied uh, uh, expert in, in the Word of God. It, it, it always something new going through the Gospel of John. And that's that way with every book. When you go through it in detail, you always pick up something new. So this closes out John's Gospel. We did... 1 John, 2 John, 3 John, now the Gospel of John. There is one other book that John wrote, and that is the book of Revelation. We're not going through that right now. 
that's a, a big big topic to take on I'm not going to do that right now we're going to continue uh, doing the, the podcast and we're going to start next time in the book of Acts Acts follows John's gospel and while it's not written by John it's continuing the storyline of what happens after the gospel story what happens after the resurrection of Jesus if we begin the the formation of the church so join me again next time as we start looking at the book of acts